time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the womb, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Uh, yeah, that's Jose, and I'm Angel. Did, did I not say my name? <laughs> no, but I said it for you. Thank you. I'm Jose. That's Jose, and I'm Angel. <laughs> We're also broadcasting from the largest radio, internet radio. <laughs> I always do that. I don't mean to do it, though. The largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365, eh? Because we rock. Live 365 at a time, eh? And we have a fantastic <laughs> show Does that for make you. Sense? We, we have a great show for you tonight. Tonight, we have a friend returning into Theo Luis's garage uh, as he evolves in his career in music. What a great start in his career. And you know what? He's evolving to, into the next chapter and page, and we are honored to have him here as he begins that new who, chapter man, who? in Theo Luis's garage <laughs> here on the West Coast. With us tonight, we're going to have... From down under. From the, from the land down under. Now he's going to be a California USA boy or whatever you want to call him. De La Coma Rio, formerly from Sunset Riot, friends of the ba- of the of, of the garage. He's going to be with us and he's performing. Oh, man. I'm, I'm excited because he's a homie, man. Yeah, he's a homie. For homie. reals, eh? I got a homie down under. Eh? Also, tonight... How many of you guys can say that, eh? I got some homeboys down there, eh? <laughs> Also, tonight... <laughs> Um, I will be having my State of the Union address during my Patriot Pass, but I'm not going to talk about the State of the Union. I'm going to talk about my fellow Americans' apathy toward the State of the Union, and that really angers me. So that's going to happen. Also, stay tuned to my brother's Chill Lounge. The Chill Lounge, eh? I got a short one today, but it means something. Angel always has a short one, but we'll keep that one to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bro, you set that baby up, man. It depends what time of day you catch me, eh? (laughs) Today's a shorty, eh? Anyway, as we... we, um, But it's chill, eh? Sometimes silly, sometimes profound, but always... Always chill. But tonight also, as we do every Tuesday night in Theo Luis's garage, the person with the skinny on the news and dirty laundry with all the current events, whether it's political, entertainment, or just plain weird, the girl with the pink headphones, Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. <laughs> Jackie, what do you got going on for us tonight? <laughs> I like that my segment has weird in it. Yeah. I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> so what do you have with us for us tonight? Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, the highly anticipated State of the Union speech from President Obama is in session right now. <laughs> what did he say about the U.S. economy and international affairs? I'll go ahead and let you know. Also, <laughs> vacation days are mandatory in Europe and even in Japan. But did you know that it's not in the U.S. However, uh, that might just change yeah, soon. Eh? Oh, come on. 
Hey, with the advent of all these uh, uh, states becoming marijuana states, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> vacation time is in order, eh? And you know what? This <laughs> I, I have so much to say about that. I can't wait to get to that segment. I can't wait, too. And oh. finally, celebrities are going crazy over a new diet where you can lose up to six pounds in 24 hours. All you have to do is look at the moon, guys. Wow. I'll really? tell you how that works. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. And that's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry later on to, in this se- in this first hour. So stay tuned for that. What's Dude, up, I could totally dig all this News and Dirty Laundry. I, I can't wait to get to it because I have a, my own State of the Union and my own vacation days and my own way of losing pounds, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay, we well, can't wait to do that. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Just just a word of caution to my homies out there. If you got pounds, eh, don't take them across states. Eh? The penalties are greater. Eh, <laughs> so we All also right. want to it's say... 40 to life, Holmes. We want to say, uh, uh, we wanted to say that, uh, once again that uh, uh, Lenny is with us today engineering the show. So it sounds if it sounds like shit, it's not me. <laughs> also, we, we want to remind everyone to chat us up on Facebook throughout the show. We do read personally read your comments on the air or just off the air whatever you like and uh chat us up on facebook on it's called twin talk show friend us also check us out on twitter twin talk show and instagram, instagram. twin talk show instagram but also we do it the old-fashioned way delacama just pointed at his head his delacoma and he's and he's following us now eh? we could you could also chat us up the old-fashioned way. Give us a call at 626-275. That's 626-275-8946. If you want to give us a call and make a comment. Or have a question for us or our guests. Just call here. in. Hey, last week, oh, we had a uh, uh, Tony call in. Last uh, blah, blah. He actually called, it, called from Baja, California. For those of you who don't know, Baja, California is Mexico already. Yeah, right? it's not it's, it's not California. It's, it's Baja, California. Yeah, but it's Baja, California. But it's Baja, California. <laughs> and he called in from Mexico, eh? Yeah. He was all on the download because he's actually from up here. But then he, well, maybe he got deported, eh? But he was raised <laughs> over here. Because he was on the download, remember? He was like, he didn't want to tell us where he was at. Eh? And then he kind of spit it out. He was very mysterious. <laughs> he was, wasn't it? Uh? He was. But he, but listen to it. Listen, because he, he, we know him from way back. We, you know, I, I didn't know what happened to him. He grew up next door to us. I had no idea he was going to be deported. Well, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. But he, 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 he talked about some about some stuff that I forgot about us. Yeah. Anyway, so to, if you want to check out that that podcast, it'll be up soon. It hasn't been up yet, but it'll be up soon on TwinTalkCast.com. Check previous podcasts and uh, an array, a plethora, a myriad, a variety of podcasts. Un chingo de podcast, <laughs> On that site. For those of you who have just tuned in and are tuning into Twin Talk Cast or Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on Twin Talk Cast, we we are really identical twins. Um, but we just don't share anything but our but our our DNA. Our DNA. We never shared our chicks either, huh? No, not no. Did you just say shared? Shared. <laughs> so, Ace, how was, how was we your don't week? we don't share our vernacular tampoco. How was your how was your vernacular vernacular? <laughs> That's the, that's the way Jose says it, vernacular. Vernacular, <laughs> colloquialisms are the, are the similar lexicons we don't have. So what? <laughs> we, we subscribe. We, we read a different lexicon. So what's up? What's up, brother? How was your week? Um, It was good, eh? I uh, uh, I don't remember what I did, eh? 
I went to the mountain. It's my first time for the year. And I'm going to go every time. Well, different parts of the mountain, you know, do the hiking shit, you know, because that's what I do. You know, right. I go hiking. And we found, dude, I don't know what the big deal is. Everybody talks about the Claremont Trail Loop. It's a five-mile loop, and everybody goes over there. It's like all hippie todo, right? So, like, I go on all these trails. I'm like, well, I'm going to go check out the trail, right? So we go to the Claremont Loop. And Claremont, it's like, this in the foothills, it's like a real nice spot, like big houses, you know? So there's no parking in the streets, you know? You get a ticket, you park in the streets, eh? Because it's parked in front of somebody's big-ass lawn. So they have these two parking lots, which is cool because a lot of hiking pads, mm-hmm. pads, pads, they don't have hiking. You just, like, park on the side of the road. So, all right, you know, so I don't mind park. But, dude, there was no parking, eh? Everybody was... You're going for a hike. Who cares? It was so park. So park down was the road. Two just miles a- down from the hike, eh? You're hiking. Who hikes it's to a-, a hike? It's a hike. Nobody hikes to a hike, eh? <laughs> Angel, I immediately, I was like, what is this, the club or what is it's it? A, you know, like it was so many people It's like there. complaining that there's a dirt road to the camping site. They were, yeah, there but, was a dirt road to the camping site. It's a travesty. No, that's different. I eh, wanted it paved all the way no, to my tra- lot. No, that's... Lot 53. No, see, you, paved. you got it right on the button is that, is that it was... If we had to park two miles down on a paved street in front of people's houses. I could have, if I wanted to do that, I could have hiked in my front yard, dude. <laughs> so I said, Charlie, dude, I did two turns around that parking lot and I drove two miles away to a small little, well, it was a really good hike. Hardly nobody there. Uh-huh. And it was a good incline, dude. We got a good workout and about 1,200 feet elevation. And, uh, well, I'm glad you finally made it to your hike. Hey, Unfortunately, you had hey, to so p- why is Lenny doing science to me? Are you teaching him something? Yeah. <laughs> Are you like ganging up on me with Lenny over there? Hey, what's up? I'm glad you were able to uh, start your hike in a civilized manner through someone's neighborhood. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm glad you had your hike, bro. I finished the building the behemoth swing set. That's so one we started two weeks ago. Yes, that freaking kraken of a thing, dude. It's it's like the freaking Greek. Uh, uh, ocean behemoth. It's, it's like, huge. It's like Jenga, right? It's that that game Jenga. Yeah. So many little sticks on it. It had so many, so much lumber in it. It's amazing. I think they chopped the quarter of the Amazon for it. <laughs> and 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 the hardware, bags and bags of hardware. There was I, a. I, it was a. I remember, I told you, Jackie, last did week. Did you know it was going to be such a huge project when you bought it? Like I, that, that it was going to be so huge. I, I. You know what? Cerebrally, I did. But I did not become evo- emotionally sucked into it until the third day of saying there's no end in sight. I was there for two days. My poor sons, excited. Every day they come home from school. And there it is. It's in various pieces in various parts of the yard, but not put together. It was it was horrendous. Dell, there was a whole new there was there was like two boxes. One of them was all hardware. Oh wow. It was so much hardware, dude. You know what? The worst part is that it was made in Chinese, in China, this hardware. So you screw in. Even hand-torquing a screw would strip it. Right, Angel? So, Oh, my God. I called the lady in Kansas. Pittsburgh, Kansas. You called the the makers I called the company. I said, look, um, um, (laughs) I'm on day five. (laughs) Now, I really want to be finished. And I would be finished. But this material is... Is is bad, and so I want to purchase it at a local store. They're like, you know what she said? She said to me, "Well, I'm sorry, sir, it's not available in any stores because it's specially made for safety in chi- <laughs> in, in China." And I said, "That's the problem. <laughs> it's made in China, so I can't even hand torque it without stripping it." Yeah. Uh, 
That is so true. How, so, ma- how many like screws and stuff got stripped? A lot of them. I so I, she, she's sending me a whole bag. It was bag. specially made for safety. For free. It was unsafely made in China for your safety here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Well, it's probably kid safe. But it almost gave me a freaking heart attack putting it together. I know. So you finished it. So so how does it look? It looks fantastic. Rocking? I should post it on Facebook. You should. And I'm going to post it. love it? My kids are loving it. They're just amazing. Finally. The best part about it, my brother's Is it crickety crick? No, it's really solid. Yeah? The best thing about it, my brother will attest to it, is that my, my sons didn't assist. They actually participated in building this. That you don't know that, Angel, but you, my brother was there hand in hand with my, one of my sons, teaching him how to tap uh, the lock nuts into the lumber and what have you. And, and, and Christian was doing the same thing, both of them. And then at some point, when I needed help and my brother wasn't there, I'd say to Nicholas and Christian, sons, take this lumber. I need two lock nuts tapped into it. And my both sons would go sit down and they'd tap the lock nuts while I'm on the second or nice. third level of this huge thing. So I don't have to go up and down. Hollering. Tap the love nuts. <laughs> it was cute. Daddy. Christian's holding it down so the plank doesn't bounce and Nicholas is tapping Aww. it in. Nice. Delivering eh? me the lumber. It was fantastic. Nice. So eh? They can tell their friends that they didn't assist. They actually helped build it. My brother would tell you he, he was a witness to that. So it was it was great. It was great. That's It's finished. Oh, dale. So let, 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 it's time for a shout out. So. On that note, I want to give a shout out to your sons, eh? Hey. To my little nephews, eh? You guys rocked it, eh? Good job on building Christian the- Christian uh, and Nicholas, you rock. Behemoth of a, a swing set. Anyways, your shout out to- swing set Kraken. <laughs> the Leviathan. <laughs> the Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic. Not trying, it's going to sink, eh? In your yard. <laughs> that t- dude, we should do a whole segment on that, On the swing set. Dude, I'm telling you. Hey, it's got two levels. We should go live from the top level. <laughs> live from the cracking of a swing set. <laughs> live from the, the swing set. Leviathan. Dio Luis's. <laughs> Anyways, a shout outs are brought to you by um, <laughs> Aladdin Jr.'s uh, uh, Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. I'll give you some more information on that later. My brother says Cuisine. It's, it's, it's cuisine, it's, eh? It's cuisine, isn't it? It's no. cuisine. It's T-U-I. Okay, you're right. Cuisine. Sta- Ladies and gentlemen, I stand corrected. Yes, right. It just sounds funny the way you say it. Now sit down, corrected, all right, eh? <laughs> Anyways, I'll give you some more information on that later. My first shout-out, though, goes out to Terry Wynn, eh? Papa Rio, listening at the Frozen Tundra in Nebraska. Papa Rio. Hey, Holmes, are you cold, eh? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad 75 degrees, brother. <laughs> I'm glad you're listening, Holmes. Also, I want to give a special shout out to Diana G and the Delacoma Girls. Delacoma. Delacoma Girls. We love you guys. Even though it's, we haven't met all of it's, you. It's funny. You've relegated you've relegated Dell's name to a punctuation mark. Yes, it's Delacoma. And it's a pause. It's not even an exclamation or a, even a question mark. It's Delacoma. It's a pause in a sentence. It's Delacoma. Delacoma. <laughs> Dude, give Del- it a little more exclamation. Something even parentheses would be better. Okay, go for it. Dela parentheses. <laughs> but comma? I'm a comma in a sentence. There's your shout outs. Anyways, I also want to give a shout out to to Vas, my Sri Lankan rocker brother. Hey, Holmes, leave the business on Tuesdays and come to the garage, eh? We want you here. also want to give a shout-out to Mark A. Cariante, Rock Mix Prom, Tori Hope. Thank you guys for the, all the likes on Facebook. You guys be liking our stuff on Facebook. 
And we really post that stuff. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Jazzy Jazz. Hey, homegirl. Thanks uh, thanks for being there. And a shout-out to my Straya brother, uh, Jack Perry. Hey, homes, you're listening. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, those are your shout-outs. You got any shout-outs? I do have a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Daryl Boyd, who's listening and tweeting and posting about us. Thanks a lot from Rock and Roll Gangstar. All right. What's up, Daryl? Wow. Hey, let's talk about some uh, you know sponsorship here, dude. Anyway, thanks for listening, Daryl. Also... <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my man. He's also an Aussie, Aaron Haig, photographer from New Seven in Australia. I work with him every uh, new uh, every award show. He and I were working together on um, at the Grammys this week, and uh, he celebrated his birthday on Australia Day. Australia Day. Australia Day. Australia. So uh, happy birthday and a shout out to you. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to Sarah Fruman. You rock, Sarah. No one rocks it better. Shout out to Kat Denago and all the other people out there who know you. You know who you are. Shout out. There you go. There's your shout outs. Your shout outs are brought to you. Hey, I want to ask Dell. Do they have like kangaroo tacos on Australia Day? I think I don't think it's legal to eat. You can't kangaroo. eat kangaroos. But then again, it's Australia. You can eat anything. <laughs> you can. You can eat anything in Australia. <laughs> Anyways, their shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's hey, Junior. Check it out. Check it out. I'm looking at Daryl's page. He's married, studied at El Camino College, lives in Redondo Beach. Hey, bro, let's go surfing, bro. <laughs> All right, go on. Anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by uh, Aladdin's Junior, uh, the second Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue in the city of downtown Pomona. Hey, that place rocks. You got to come down, Dale. Uh, we got a place down there. And uh, uh, they got food, beer. Hey, the food's really good. It really is. And cool. they got music on Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, check them out. Look, them, look for them online and tell them Los Twins sent Okay, you. we'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. Remember, Delacoma Rio, not comma. Delacoma Rio, exclamation, is going to be with us tonight. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Shoo!
everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it from the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio, Holmes. I did it right this time. Listen, I want to give a shout out. Well, I don't want to give a shout out. But I don't read. Uh, Terry Wynn chimed in. He goes, hey, is this song talking about Angel? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's such an angry man. Angry? Such an angry man. <laughs> he hates. No, no, my brother's all right. He's always talking about loving everyone. I'm a little more pragmatic than that. I'm not going to say I love everyone because that's kind of like pragmatic. I'm a lover, but I don't love everyone. I don't love everyone. I mean, I have an affinity for for mankind. <laughs> How's that? Dude, you got to go like from affinity and beyond, eh? <laughs> like that, eh? <laughs> and love from affinity and beyond. <laughs> Shoo! Anyway, so uh, uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, again, I'll remind you, you can give us a chat on our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. Also on Twitter and Instagram. Same name. And also give us a call at 626-275-2. 626-275-8946 with any comments, questions, or just straight up whatever. But, but call in. You know, you can do whatever you want, but call in. It's a lot of fun when you guys call in. Hey, Jose. What? Talk about the Grammys, eh? You had like a like a disaster story from the Golden Globes where you almost lost your life on the on the <laughs> oh red my carpet. God, I almost did. the Golden Globes. You, first, you almost lost your ear because uh, Mike, Mike Tyson <laughs> almost bit it off. Which you took a picture. You should repost that. And then and then the water. And what about this one? Well, this one was pretty. Uh, the of all the award shows for me working it, the Grammys is the one that's easiest because. Right after the uh, the uh, the entrance through the red carpet, I'm able to sit down for a couple hours and just watch the show, and then I go back to work after the show. So it's really uneventful. It was uneventful, except really? for the, yeah, except for the fact that uh, you know my boy Aaron Haig celebrated his birthday on Australia Day. Right Anybody on. exciting Happy to see on the red yeah. carpet? Well, I saw Ringo Starr, of course. I saw um, Yoko Ono. I want. I just mm. wanted to yell. <laughs> What's up with her boobs? She got new boobs. I don't know. Did you but see they her look son? Very though? Her, voluptuous. Her son looks like John Lennon. I know it's, it's really weird because Yoko has 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 spread the legacy of milking. I think you say spread her boobs <laughs> of milking it to her sons <laughs> to the point where not the boobs. She's milking the whole John Lennon legacy, and now the son is even looking like John Lennon. Uh, there's one thing Same if you it, it's it's okay if you have uh, look like your father because just genetically, but this guy did the hair. And the set circa nineteen seventies, yeah, dude, What's, it's creepy, man. It is. I love my dad, but I'm not going to emulate him in the way you know, and dress like him and make my face look like him because that would be dis dishonoring my dad. His hair straight, eh? Who's my dad? Yeah, somewhat curly hair. It's gray and it's straight. Yeah, and you're a lot taller than him. But I will tell you what you know what you can emulate him, eh? Try emulate him, Al. Take you down. Anyways, man. I saw Ziggy Marley. I tried to wave him down. 
you know. Did you tell him, hey, your son was in the garage with us? I wanted to talk to him, but you know, I, by the time I saw him, he'd walk by. Madonna was a grouch. He knows she me. looked like she did not. Want I to know she that. looks like she's always. I think she's always a grouch. But let me tell you what I hated about the Grammys is I hate how Beyonce preachy. and her husband. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> over the whole them uh, the whole uh, drunken love. They're like going to be leading the leaders of the Illuminati, but. Huh? The fact that they go up there and preach. First of all, I hated that song, Same Love. It's the worst song ever. Who sings that song? Uh, Macklemore and whatever. Or Macklemore, that, that thrift. Go ahead. And the fact that. The thrift store song then, is a good one. And then they and then they married all these people on stage. They I mean, got married on stage? Yeah, they married all these gay people on stage. Hey, that's It great. wasn't just gay people. Yeah, I know. But the whole point was to show, you know, marriage. to push the whole gay rights, gay marriage thing. Hey. More power to you if you want to get married and you're gay, but don't preach to me what with it on freaking TV making it. You know, I'm trying to watch a rock show, a pop show, a music show. Don't be don't be all preachy because you know what? It's offensive. Not that gay people are getting married. Not that. Not that interracial people are getting married. Not that at all. That they're trying <laughs> to push this agenda on me. Well, I want to enjoy some music. It's ridiculous. How about you're working, Jose? Can't enjoy music, Nikken. Now that's hey, a job, eh? You asked, bro. You're getting paid, eh? I still. Uh, hey, but hey, but Metallica was there, también. Eh? It was a great show with Metallica and Long Long. What's Long Long? Long? He's a Chinese pianist, a virtuoso. Uh, he's a really, rather young virtuoso pianist. It was not as good as I expected it to be a performance, but it was rad to watch that performer, the pianist, keep up with Kirk Hammett. During the solo, it was awesome. That was creepy and awesome at the same time. But you know what? Um, what's his name? Uh, James Hetfield. His 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 vocals were a little off. Really? Yeah, I hate well, to say. It. And he looks like a grandpa now, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's creepy to watch a guy with from Metallica I look always, like a grandpa. I always felt that guy looked like Ted Nugent. Eh? I just <laughs> as long as he doesn't start saying I'm going to leave this country and shit. Like, hey, Ted Nugent's he, the bomb, dude. It, musically, but he's got a mouth, eh? He's got to shut that mouth. He's got a. He mouth. always. If he always he was, had a mouth. But you know what? If he was here in the, you know, here, you know, he'd be shut up really quick. Lourdes chimed in. She says on Facebook, Madonna just can't smile anymore. All the surgeries, pobrecita. Pobrecita. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's all the surgeries. But um, yeah, the worst part. In other words, she was smiling, but you couldn't tell. The show was fantastic. I think the show. I watch people on Facebook talk about how horrible the show was. I thought it was one of the best shows they've ever had. I didn't watch it except for that Macklemore marriage thing. Uh-huh. But um, uh, dude, uh, what are those people called? Um, Three Imagine uh, Dragons rocked it. What? Imagine Dragons rocked it, and then uh, Daft Punk. Uh, okay, I those that. seem to be Dude. the most um, popular uh, acts that came out of the Grammys. I dig that Daft Punk. They make me dance just because they got that sound that's kind of like a 70s. big band it's sound. Their, yeah, like it's a their big... space helmets. But you know what? Not the funny Charlie, thing is, some music. But, but I dig the space. Band. I like when Paul Williams came up because he's Daft Punk is a is a ensemble of artists. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Dude. Nigel, Nigel, I dance Nigel. Every time I hear. Let go. No, Nigel, uh, Nile Rogers, up there playing bass, and they started playing Freak Out. Remember, he was with La Freak. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that uh, who he uh, is? Sheik. He was with Sheik. Sheik. And, you know, and, and they were singing Freak Out. Freak like, Out. Freak Out. Now Rogers is a awesome That's got a really musician. good, really good bass line. Anyways, he was behind <laughs> David <laughs> Bowie's comeback album, the Let's Dance album. But anyway, 
uh, to watch him and Paul Williams. Paul Williams comes up. I didn't know they performed. I would have watched the show. We interviewed, I would have danced. Check it out. It was awesome. Paul Williams, was. we interviewed him. Remember Paul Williams, the little short guy? He was talking about when he was, oh, in the 70s, I was getting high and, and partying and stuff. And, 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 and it was crazy that they still invited me to these things, you know? <laughs> but he went on stage and he had a good speech for Daft Punk. I think Daft Punk was, was, is one of the best acts out there. But the, I agree with but you. But I don't believe those guys are playing any music. I think they're just fronting. They're fronting. They're nothing. They're it's the, the vin- vin- Millie Vanilli. They're of the, the t- Millie Vanilli of the act. Awesome, dude. That's what it is. Well, they're producers. Genius, genius. Yeah. Anyway, hey Jose. Sounds you, like it was a good show. I didn't get to watch it because I. Except for the whole. Let me pitch to you equal marriage. Hey, dude, equal marriage politics. Keep you, it aside. you know what I was doing during the uh, during the uh, the Grammys? I was watching this movie. I forgot the name of it, but it was. I guess it was. Pseudo non-fiction, but not really fiction or non-fiction. Uh, Chuck Barris. Oh yeah, remember from the Gosh Rockwell, Norman Rockwell. I mean Norman Rockwell, Rockwell, whatever the guy he plays. He was a, an agent. Yeah, like a CIA agent. What's the guy? The actor? Something? Sam Rockwell. He he could have oh, done yeah. a better job. But let me tell you this. I saw the movie. I, I I thought it was a good movie. I don't know if it's true or not. But God, it brought back memories. My my wife, she's much younger than me and from another country, so she didn't know anything about the Gong Show from the seventies. Remember, remember, I used to do a Chuck Barris yeah, impression. <laughs> I told my wife that I said, "Look, I put up Chuck Barris on YouTube. You know, remember Gene Gene the Dancing <laughs> Machine? Yeah." Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Anyways, I brought it up. We we spent like an hour and a half after that movie just watching the gong shows on, on YouTube. And I told her that you used to do Chuck Barris dance. Dude. I used to do a Chuck Barris impression. I put on a hat and cover my eyes because he, he was always stoned. And he had that, that, that Kangol thing over his face. I don't know. He, he, he wore different hats. I don't know if he was stoned, <laughs> but he was, raw, he was awesome, man. Yeah. And you did a good impression. Yeah. And I was, a, I was Next time you come over, do it for my wife. I was in grade school. It was in grade school when I did it. Baby. He's going to do a Chuck Paris for you when he comes over. You got to cook dinner. Uh, cook dinner. <laughs> Only for dinner. Billy Scott chimed in. I think he did it when we were talking about the Grammys. He says, I don't watch those shows. Hey, Billy, you would when ACDC goes up there and plays big balls, right? I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, there you go. But anyway, great show. Uneventful work for me. It was a pretty kickback time for Did me. you see any of my homies? Because... A lot of the guys that I work with doing the Latin Grammys and the boxing, I did. They it the always, same. you say that they they always they tell me they see you all the time, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> either you don't know who they are or they just like. I saw a bunch of my homies. You scare the hell out of them, <laughs> my homies, my friends. I saw a bunch of my friends. Anyway, oh, there it is. There it is. There's that deep guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says. Listen. I love to see Jackie's face when you do that. Because she feels it. She I likes feel the it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll paint a picture for you. I'm sitting a, across a long table, and when I say, grab your loins, I extend my arms, and I grip imaginary loins, and I twist. And she makes a face. <laughs> and she's at the other side of the table. Anyways, it's time. She for likes the, the music, but she doesn't like the expression. <laughs> multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, the girl that brings us the news and the dirty laundry, the girl with the pink headphones, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. It's Jackie Casa. Thank you, guys. Hey, Jackie. What's up, baby? Oh, good. You know, I really did like the clips of the Grammys. I didn't get to watch it because I go to work super early, but I did get a little bit of a news end where there was a Grammy party going on yeah. until 5 in the morning. Wow. 
and we got a LAPD wire saying there was over a thousand people at wow. this party, and they started towing cars and where? shut down you, the party. Do you know where? I know where. It's like near, like this off the four hundred five near the Sepulveda Pass area in in LA. In LA. Um, but Sounds like Bel Air. Like over a thousand people fit in a house. Wow! Like this is how big this house was, and it was a Grammy. I after wonder party. who was hosting. It's that in Bel Air. You know, our cousin Marty lives in that area. Uh-huh. Her house. I haven't been there. Oh my god! They've got an infinity like pool overlooking over the the, the, the valley, the, the cliff, and behind their house is like Kardashian and nice and West. Really? So you don't even have to have cable to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Kim and. Kanye West. Kanye. Kanye. What do they call them? Karshenye? Uh, Kimye. Kimye. Oh, gosh. There you go. Kimye. Sorry, it took me a while. Jackie knows. Because <laughs> she's got the news and dirty laundry. Uh, I totally know. So Anywho. What, so what's going on with the news and so dirty laundry? So let's get started uh, with some news, guys. President Barack Obama delivered his... <laughs> comments till after... I, I was clearing my throat. <laughs> President Barack Obama delivered his fifth... State of the Union tonight. Uh, the primary focus of the speech was income inequality and the president's belief in, quote, opportunity for all, promising to tackle these issues with executive orders if Congress fails to ask. Obama said in his remarks, quote, America does not stand still and neither will I. So wherever and whenever <laughs> I can take steps without legislation to expand opportunity for more American families, that's what I'm going to do. He particularly focused on the increase of a minimum wage for federal workers from $7 and some change to about $10. And, uh, and he also talked about international affairs. He talked about the tax codes with uh, the outsourcing of jobs, cr- creating a reverse uh, code of what they have right now where they have tax breaks to companies that outsource. Instead, he'd like to flip that to getting in tax breaks to companies that hire here domestically. Wow, that, he is such a, such a hypocrite. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with it is that he's... With tax breaks locally. What, he, what he's been doing, he's been doing it opposite. He has been taxing... Angel, remember the last... I'm not, I'm not, offend, I'm not I, defending him. I'm just telling I'm just, you, I don't remember the last campaign. Politics. What was the last campaign? All he did was talk about um, uh, 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 taking away the tax break from the quote-unquote rich. Well, guess what? The quote-unquote rich that he's so-called, that he's the so-called rich is really those people, small businesses. Okay, who were getting uh, tax breaks? Um, uh, the upper middle, cl- the middle class to upper middle class, who who are enjoying those tax breaks. All those things that he's done to harm our recession. You know that they did a study. I just read it. I forgot what the, who did it, but I just read it recently. An independent study. This has been the slowest recovery of any recession in the history of the United States. But you know what, though, Jose. I don't think it has to do with Obama. I just think it has to do with the state of things. And and if we well, have if we have another depression, uh, it's going to be a longer one and a deeper one because that's it's a it's a progressive thing because the uh, the powers that be and it's not really the Obama and all these administrators and shit. It's somebody else who's running them that are creating this. It's a gradual thing. Eventually, we won't have any rights. We won't. You know, we're. I agree. Uh, they're going to kill us off. Because you know they they want to keep the world for themselves, so but it's not an Obama thing. But you know what? He's the president. He's the lightning rod. He is where I, we do, we direct 
we will direct our criticism because he is a supposed no, leader of our he, country. You know what? And, I, and you know what? You know what? He it, does it, sign executive orders. He indeed said it today in the, in the State of the Union. But, I will use. But he has the, no power. He though. said the no, problem is that no, he, he doesn't does, have the he power. He does. He just said it on, on on a speech, Angel. He said it today. He says, uh, you know, very smugly said that if the uh, Congress doesn't get on the ball, then I will, I will use my I will use my executive decision. order. Well, that's what. Well. Let me rephrase that's, that. That's he not does democratic. Have, let me let me rephrase that. He does have power. He has power that has been given to him by the uh, the the private uh, entities that the super PACs that funded his campaigns to get him and all the people out there brainwashed to vote for him. And now he has the power. And so, you, really, funny. the bottom line is we need to take our power back. I agree. And fuck them all. I agree. Because on the it's fuck not, part, I it's don't. Not no, but on the, I agree that we do need to. But and that, but, but it's but it's it's bigger than I than, agree. Than Obama I agree, and Bush but you or know, anybody else, it's the corporations. And 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 you, so when you start, wait, let me finish. So when you, you just start, ranted, it's my no, turn. So when you start to think of it that way, okay, it goes beyond the administration and the presidents that have been in power and in, are in power and will be in power. It's the private interests. And who are these private interests? These capitalistic driven. Companies. Okay, my turn. So there, there, no. My, so there is where we need to drive the stake at it, capitalism. You know what? The problem with capitalism is that you're you're wearing clothes. It's capitalism. That beer because, that you say, Jose, that's Angel, the only system that is here. Look at Angel, the, the Native me, Americans. Wait a minute, my you turn, think the Angel, Native Americans would uh, would? Don't you think they would rather hunt for their food than to go about, to fucking Angel, farmers market? I don't care to buy about it? the Native Americans. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> neither does neither does any fucking president here. Out there Angel, in capitalism. Here's the deal: the problem is not capitalism. The current state. Can I speak? The problem is not capitalism. They, it is. Listen to this awkward silence. The problem and watch watch him talk now. He'll talk now. Watch. The problem is not capitalism, Angel. The problem is the abuse of powers, the abuse of things, not capitalism. Remember your your whole uh you know, it's not the weed isn't the problem, it's the relationship that one has with the pot. Well, it's if you want to go there, it's the same thing. No, now, it's, let me go oh, back. Totally but let me not. go. But let me go back. On, <laughs> let me go back on this thing. You, I agree with you that we need to take our power. And mind you, by the way, a little side note: my Patriot Pass deals with this. Thank you very much, because too many people are no apathetic. side notes. You got no time but, for side notes, Holmes. But but the deal is this: the president has been very much at the helm of what has been going on. I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of powers behind all that, but the president pushed. And you know what's worse about it? Because of the figurehead, Angel, this cult of personality. The the Democrats were smart and genius in putting this president in power. You know why? Because people are afraid to speak out against them for fear of being yeah. uh, 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 vilified uh, uh, and accused of being racist and what have you. The best thing they can do is have a black president. And guess who's going to be nominated for president in the next election? It's going to be a woman because, God forbid, you talk against a woman because it's sexist. Dude, this so going to be genius. a good potluck at the Oval Office. Eh? And let me tell you something. The president <laughs> talked about well, executive orders but, for but, the low, low but, minimum wage but, to raise the minimum wage. But see, that's the thing is that is that is that we we're never going to get anywhere 
blaming it on some administration and the other administration. Of course, somebody and the other has to take the blame. No, yeah, but it's not that we we need to go beyond that. We need to really, really rethink the system because the president, yeah, but the you're political, trying, political but you're, structure that's there is. A political structure for the private interest, but you know what? Not the, for the people. But we are the and, people, and, and the, the private pe- interest is a capitalistic thing. Look what happened. There is. The, I don't understand why you and people like you don't understand, can't fathom anything other than capitalism. And I'm not preaching. Why? And I, hold on, say before you start putting words in my mouth, I'm not preaching socialism or anything else. You All sure I'm are. saying is, is that there's. Is that because socialism okay, is just what, what, a, is what a, replace it? What's going to replace if you want to get rid of capitalism in our country? What will you replace it with? I, I wouldn't. I don't know what it would be. Replaced okay, with. then don't. The first thing I would get rid of. The first thing I would get rid of is money. Okay. Money would be out the window. Boom. Okay, so and how start would from there? How would you exchange goods? How would goods be purchased? And I, I don't know. Let's buy. think back before capitalism. Let's think back no, before I, all that. Well, I think we can learn from that. There was some chief. Some uh, Native American chief that was asked by this prominent, like, uh, like uh, a, a governor from back in the day, from from right here in the U.S., asking this chief, "Well, you saw your people, you know, they don't have much anymore, but uh, you saw the white man prosper, and they're prospering with the land, and they're prospering with this, and your people isn't doing very well. What do you think about it? You know what he said? He said, "You know what? Before you guys came, you know, we hunted all day long." And uh, our women cooked for us all night long, and we had sex all night long, and we were fine, eh? And now we have casinos, and we're making <laughs> millions of dollars. Thank and you they, very much. And let me tell you, and, and we're a sovereign country. And you know what's happening? And your laws, and you know not our laws, and our, and I'm our glad reservations. You that up. I'm glad and you- and we have. Da, 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 da. I have something for that. I'm glad you brought it up. The the uh, the Native Americans who have adapted that capitalistic way of being, they're actually minimizing their tribes because they've been stuck by that. Angel, fucking, wh- that talk vibe, about stuck. I want to know why you're stuck. Money. On, why are you stuck on the Native Americans? The Native Americans are not the only people. No, they're in this not. Country. But I'm talking. Is I'm, my audio gone or something? Or is it just my headphones? I think okay. it's just you. Okay, so I, I'm stuck on the on, on, why, on there, ancient but, ways, but, but you on know what? ancient but, but ways, not, ways that we had before we had money you know, and all that. But shit. guess what, Angel? If it wasn't money, we're gonna need another type of currency. So let's say you get rid of money, <laughs> like what? Like a bartering like, system. Like corn. bartering works. Say I bartering have, works. Angel, say okay, let's barter. I have corn. If we were able to barter, marijuana would be legal. But guess eh? what would happen? <laughs> guess what would happen, Angel? All of a sudden, the guy with I the like biggest it, marijuana eh? crop would be the billionaire, the evil, wealthy man. It doesn't matter in what form the currency takes, uh, manifests itself. It's the greed. Greed is what what does it all. It's not the money. Yeah, but it's money not the oppresses, dude. No, money. it doesn't. People oppress, Angel. Understand that when you when you realize that you'll you'll understand that it doesn't matter what you're going to replace the currency with. It's still going to happen. What happened before? They had the feudal system. So what, what I'm saying is that we we need a system that is in line with nature and is in line. Oh with, my gosh! And is in line with the the true things that the true sustainers. You know, money and some politicians money and some private interests. Money sustains. Money yeah, I could buy bill. a nice jacket and some beer from them, but still, I could live without them. Okay, take off that jack. Well, not here. Don't take off your clothes. No. Nah. But I want you to come in with some, uh, you know, hey, clothes. Hey, Adam and Eve had leaves, I want eh? you to show up with a fig leaf I'll next show week. up with a, no, nah, it's going to take a bigger leaf than that, eh? Yeah. A leaf. <laughs> to, to cover that gut. <laughs> 
Anyway, go on to the next thing. Well, like I said, it was a highly anticipated, lots of things going on on Obama's side of his lowest um, numbers, and that has wrapped up already. Moving on. Uh, in a first ever... Thank you, Jackie. Working age people now make up the majority in U.S. households that rely on food stamps, a switch from several years ago when children and the elderly were the main recipients. Who is working age? Working age people. So people that could work are qualifying mm -hmm. for welfare. They are the majority who are in use of food stamps here in the U.S., where it's usually children and the Let elderly. Let me tell you, uh, 60 to 70 to 80 percent of those are baby mamas. <laughs> you know what, Angel? We have I this is and and um, <laughs> uh, tax season's so, coming up. By the way, You're some see of the changes do uh, Angel, some of the changes due to demographics, such as the trend toward having fewer children. And also a slow economic recovery with a high unemployment, stagnant wages, and an increase between the low-wage and high-skilled jobs that plays a big role into the change of how this came about. We have become a welfare society. Never in the history of the United States has we ha have we had so many people on welfare, more than in any time in our history. You know, the government has even put out public service announcements teaching people how to apply for welfare and food stamps. The numbers are staggering. There are 16.4 million American children living in poverty and nearly a quarter of them are all... Uh, let, me, let me show you this. The the total for a year, it's $80 billion for the food stamp program, which is billion, twice what it cost five years $80 ago. $80 billion, you know Angel. There, there's some truth twice, to that. Because twice, twice five right. years ago. The number is... Five years ago, before President Obama, the, our, our recession. No, <laughs> it's I'm not, not President's fault. Angel, and Angel, I'm not sticking up for Angel. Him. The, yes, the administration has a lot to do with with the way this country because goes. Angel, they pass the laws. Angel, the I president, know, the I administration, know they, pass they the write laws. the the legislation and, and, but, and they pass them. Angel, but, but, they rubber stamp Jose, them. Jose, grow Jose, up, dude. Jose, learn. The president does a four year term. Is it a four year term? No, it's a four year per term. Yes, for two terms, if they if they get it's reelected. a four year term and then possibly another four year term. Yes. Okay, and and Congress, 20, 30 years? There, there, there's a lot of, yeah. Uh, and so, that's a very so, good point, Angel. So, very good and, point. And who pays their bills other than us? They don't make money, that much money off of us. They make money off of the private interest. You know what? No, they They're, get paid a lot of money. Well, yeah. They, that's they, why the, the Congress should be paid a part-time job. And why it should can't be we what, change that? If, that's if what we need were, to change. If, if the government was by the people for the I people, agree with you. Then what the I fuck? I agree with but you. But it's not. It's by the capitalistic uh, comp private interest and for the capitalistic private interest. What's happening with the Trans-Pacific uh, Partnership the, Agent, Agent, right now? Does anybody know about capitalism, that right now? Capitalism isn't the problem. It's it the is. Abuse. It's the abuse and greed, the use of capitalism. Okay, so, so answer me this. Answer me this. Capitalism is what, made, this. Capitalism is what made this country great. Oh, capitalism! They, but is, you're always complaining about it, Jose. Yeah, because it's going backwards. I'm, I'm complaining about the administration. This is what the greatest country in the world, and it's been it's been run through the mud by this particular administration. By what standards? By, by what? Let's get to the vacation. By standards? Want to talk by standards? <laughs> let's talk vacations. Those and are standards, right there. She just brought one up right now. More people on welfare than ever in the history of our world in our country. Right. Ever. Since 2009, more than 50 percent of the U.S. households are receiving some sort of food stamps for adults between the ages of 18 to 59, which is the working age class. And economists are saying that having a job may no longer be enough to be uh, self-sufficient in today's current economy. Okay. Good point. Let me tell you this. And, and it really sucks, and I feel for them, because since 2008, I haven't really had a steady job 
uh, and I have a career. I have a career from over 20 years doing what I do. Uh, and I do pretty well. Finally, I landed a job that I think is going to last for a while. Uh, but I, I have felt the, the economy. I have the felt it yeah. as a single dad for a while. I know what it is to go on unemployment and go looking for a job. But that is a system where you are relying on a private interest, on a private comp- on, 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 on a third party money. Okay, and there are the ones that are calling the shots. They are the ones that broke the system in order for them to make billions. But our lawmakers, okay? Angel, but if we went if we went back to a community based system that was aligned with nature, to where we would get nature. Together. When you say nature, what the hell are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, trees? Uh, yes, and they, exactly the trees. what I'm okay, talking about. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, no GMOs. Angel, GMOs. Angel. The answer is in the trees, people. Stop what you're doing. Pull over. Look up at the trees. <laughs> Mother Willow. Here's the deal. Smoke a doobie. Here's the deal. Here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's a radical way of thinking. And, and you know what I'll say? Even though you don't see it, I implore our listeners to at least one or two words that I say. Just ponder. Okay, so let me talk now, Angel. Please. For goodness sake. 47 million Americans are on food stamps. And you brought up a very good point, Angel. Uh, 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 Jackie was talking about the fact that these are working class people. More people that are actually working their asses off are on food stamps. What, does that, what does that say? That we're overtaxed. It says that inflation is run rampant by uh, pol- uh, economic policies gone awry. Uh, uh, things like uh, the Obamacare. Here's an example. I'll inflation, use my money. angel. Let me, let me finish, angel. Let me talk. Taxes, For what, angel? Money. You've run. You've ranted. Interest. Let me t- money. Let me talk, dude. Let me talk. Go. Okay. Here's an example, a personal example. Okay. All year long, I've been complaining about, my God, I'm working my ass off, and I'm making less money than I had and have in 10 years. And guess what? I got my W-2 and some of my tax paperwork back. I was stunned to see that I made more money this year than I've ever made in 20 years in my career. More money by $30,000, Angel. Gross. Good for finish. you, Jose. Good for you. But guess what? I have less money out of pocket now than I've ever had in 10 years. Why? Because inflation. Because things like the Obamacare. Guess Gasoline. what? Angel, let me finish. <laughs> I have more money. I made more money this year. And guess what? I have no health insurance. Thank, uh, thank me, people. All you poor people who don't work and sit on your asses collecting welfare, you have now getting, getting insur- your insurance because of me. Uh, uh, taxing that the tax break for the so-called rich. Guess what? I'm not rich, and I'm broke now. I work a career that is, you know, uh, that has that's, that's fed my family for 20 years. But guess what? I'm broke, and you know why? Because inflation, I'll taxes, you, it failed economic, economic policies. Two reasons. And the worst thing about it, greed. Remember the last. Two I'll reasons. finish it right now. The last. Remember the last campaign. The first campaign with the president, it was change that got him elected. The last campaign, let me finish. The I last, am. the last campaign. I'm just Angel, coming. shut up. I'm the last campaign was. Remember <laughs> the last campaign? What was the rhetoric? Oh, the rich people are getting richer, and you're getting poorer. It's because of the rich. You know what? Greed. The president was telling people to be envious of other rich people. And you know what? That's why they said, let's elect me, and I will cut the taxes and for the rich. And guess what? It affected all of us. Jose, I, 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 got, I got your answer, okay? I know why you're, 
Abba, you're, you're, Abba, money. Whether you're Abba, making, money, weed, greed. I know. Uh, greed, money. Hey, you're, Abba, interrupting, you're, inter- you're interrupting me. You see what I'm doing? I'm doing um, exactly what you do. I'll tell you why. I, two, two reasons why you are more broke than ever before. One, you bought a behemoth of a fucking set <laughs> for your kids. Okay? By the way, that's and a two, cooperation with myself, their mother, and their two sets of grandparents. Among all of us bought it. Okay. There was a bunch of us about it. It took two. It took two addresses to take up that sweet <laughs> shirt. Uh, Jose, listen to me really carefully. You got to hear this, and I think a lot of a lot of brothers out there can can learn from this. The other reason why you're so broke is you got two baby mamas. I do have two baby mamas, but guess <laughs> two what? Two baby mamas and two addresses. Okay, let me clarify this because my brother's totally slandering me here. First, slandering. First baby mama. Two baby mamas. First baby mama had nothing to do with my kids. I raised my daughters. On my own, without any child support or anything from baby mama. So I took care of them on my own, and now they're 23 and 19, and they moved on. And now I have another baby mama, and she and I are raising our kids as a co-op down the street from one another. And because I do make more money than she does because she's a teacher, God bless her, I I do give her money for child support. But that's... I would spend money on my kids whether they were with me or not. That's a given. That, I know. You I don't understand. even count that. I understand. I understand. And you know what? My kids, um, by the way, Rita Munoz, it's just added LOL on something. I don't know what that means. Rita, anyway. you're listening? My goodness. <laughs> you always like it. I had no idea you were there. Shout out to Rita Munoz. Anyway, so. Let's move on to some vacation. Okay, podcast. let's go to vacation because I haven't had a paid vacation in 20 years, by the way. <laughs> most, actually, most Americans would be stunned to learn that their vacation time, whether it be a little or a lot, mostly little, it's not guaranteed by law. Employers don't have to give you any time off if they so choose. And that's the case for one in four American workers who get zero vacation days. This is according to a report by the Center of Economic and Policy Research. Uh, many other um, wage in the downsized economy, they have found that vacations exist more in paper than in reality. The reason for this is that the U.S. is the only first world nation without a minimum paid leave vacation law. And among only about... um, Four states that don't have any legal vacations. While other countries like Europe, Australia, Japan, and Canada, they have a minimum paid leave law, which is about four to five weeks in Europe, four in Uh. Australia, and even Japan, which is a super, you know, hardcore working uh, society, they have two legit weeks a year as established vacation time. So so they want to make it a federal law. Well, this this might change for the state of Washington where a minimum paid leave vacation legislation has been introduced by the state representatives under the law employees who have worked at least six months for um, uh, they might be able to get about a week of vacation time up until about 18 months where they can get a week and a half after 30 months two weeks after 42 months of unemployment three weeks would be available it would apply just to full-time people but part-timers over 20 hours i think it's a great idea to bring more vacation i don't care what anyone says because you know i i read this study one time that talked about the quality of life Mm-hmm. And uh, they compared the U.S. with some European countries, and I don't remember which ones they were. And over there, because they have these times off where they where they go to work, and then they take this long lunch, and they come back at night, and they open the shops, you know, and, and they take these long vacations. So over here, we tend to to measure our quality of life as a, how much time we 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 uh, uh, 
how much money we make. Whereas over in the European countries, it's how much time you have off, along with how much money you make, and how much time you can spend with your family. And here's, your health. here's my feeling on so, that. Like right here, it's all about oh, I get, I get all this money, but I got all these uh, quads and. Four by fours in my driveway. Here's what I oh, first but of I all can't enjoy them. First of all, Terry chimed in. She goes, "Well, well, then those employers can hang it in their ear. I need a vacation to recharge. Yeah, bring on the vacation laws of Australia. Anyways, <laughs> I have a indeed. I, yeah, I have a I have a now I have an opinion on that. Hey, put a I, shrimp on the can Barbie. I, can I speak never? <laughs> Jeez, here's my opinion on that. Uh, I. My my opinion on that is similar to Gene Simmons. I had a conversation with Gene Simmons about a year or two ago, and we were talking about him fucking you in the ass or something like that. <laughs> no, that was that was twenty years ago. I'm going to remind him. You should remind him. Anyway, him. so um, uh, we were talking about. It was actually during the last campaign, and we were talking. And I said to him, "You know, you should probably run for president." And he says to me, "He goes, no, you don't want me to run for president because you know I, uh, um, you know I would I, I'd want to be a dictator." But he made it, brought up a good point when it's it comes true, to he would. when it comes to um, vacation. He goes, look, and I read it on his book too because he has uh, a couple of books. He said, look, when you work for me, you work for me, and if you want to go on vacation, fine, go on vacation, but don't make me pay for it. It's your time off. You want to spend time with your family? Go do it. Save money and go spend time with your family. Uh, that's how I feel about this the federal the, the government shouldn't be mandating anything like that uh, first of all first of all absolutely not it's private Jose. if i let me finish if uh, i'm an employer and i have a restaurant and i also, and i employ 30 people you know what you guys have jobs 30 people have jobs i can i'm, I'm not going to be forced to give you money for a vacation i'm sorry no, that's why, Angel, that's why we can't afford things. Inflation goes up. If you make me send you on vacation, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to hire fewer people because I can't afford to pay vacation yes, for 30. Can. No, no, you, Angel, as a business people, uh, as a business owner, that doesn't mean you can afford it. I'm going to hire fewer people. I may charge a little bit more for that coffee cup and that hamburger, and that's what causes inflation. Jose, you go back and forth on this. You know... The, the 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 companies out there that the the big, particularly the big ass companies out there they got money coming out of their ass okay when they talk about oh we project that we're gonna lose this much money they're still making money angel they're just not making the money they want to make angel they no they get all the tax breaks not only no they that, don't no, especially on. with this administration okay. not only do they get all the tax breaks why, but why, why do you hate why do you hate business I'll why do you hate you people making I'll, profit I'll what is wrong with making profit I'll tell Angel. you why because because That's the way people I'll tell you why I don't personal like success. The, let me tell you why because profit becomes first and foremost and what happens is no, that it the current Angel. system and the no, current millions. Jose I'm talking the current system we're in the way we, we we are dependent on this system, and so we should hold them at a higher at a high standard of responsibility in the food chain, and particularly in the food chain and the environment. And they don't give a shit about that. And so and so yes, and I'll why, respond and to why, that. You've got to they, let me respond. No, to that. you got to let me respond to yeah, you. Yeah, finish it. But let me respond. So the. They, the the least they could do is give us some fucking time off while they're sticking it up the, our asses in, in in everything else in our the, the environment and and in the and the foods that we eat and I don't know it goes on and on and on. The research, okay, Angel, Angel. Let me respond to this, Angel. I'm sorry. Let me respond, Angel. It no, is Jackie, it is it is Jackie, incredibly please. Angel. It is incredibly incredibly naive for you to say that 
everyone who makes money is greedy, sticks it to you, and all this stuff. There are millions of people in this country alone who, Angel, let me finish. Small businesses, right? Small or large that are making millions of dollars. And they are good people, and they do care about the environment, and they do care about their fellow Americans. Yeah, but the you, ones, you think, Angel, the ones, Angel, let me finish. You, it is incredibly naive to vilify anyone who makes money. That is a socialistic way of thinking. Angel, uh, I want to be filthy rich. I want to make so much money that I don't care about money. And you know what? Does that mean that if I'm filthy rich, I'm going to hate the environment and I'm going to stick it to everyone? No, Angel. But, it's ridiculous but you're, and naive. You're, you're missing the point, Jose. The, the thing is, is that it's unbalanced. Is that indeed there's a lot of small businesses out there? I know Theo Luis. We used to go mow the lawn with him, and that was his lawn lawnmower business. But not but only small telling, businesses what, make what money; I'm millionaires you, and billionaires. What I'm telling you is that the ones that are making the biggest impact in the whole world are uh, are private interests, and and because of that system, you you know you can't. It, it's totally unbalanced. Indeed, there's a lot of people that care, but the ones that are running the world are the ones that are. Uh, the people that don't care are the ones that are running the world. There's, there's, oh my gosh! It, it's so much. So what do you do? You the get, you, you 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 cap it. So I you, just wanted to add some some uh, other other facts with very this naive, legislation. Very naive. So this legislation came from research that showed that vacations help the economy and are medicine for some uh, costly illnesses such as chronic stress, which is a factor in many many um, uh, illnesses, including about. 50 to 75% of doctor visits each year, which cost the U.S. economy about a trillion dollars a year. Uh, this is according to stress researchers from UC Irvine, from other um, uh, universities. They say Doctors say the workplace stress is the new tobacco in the society. It's good at taking an annual vacation is good at shedding the stress that can cut the risk of heart attack, uh, diabetes, and additional health illnesses I, caused... I, by what they call burnout. I agree with you on that because it's a very good I've worked, point. I'll I tell agree. You, I've, I've worked in the manufacturing world for forever, and you know, and and, and uh, you te- see a lot Terry of- chimed in. By the way, he says laws. Nah, each employer should have the privilege to set their own policies for vacations and the like. Totally agree because this should be a free country. If you own a company, you should not be forced to pay for people's medical care. You nah. should not be forced to pay for people's I think, vacations. I think that it should be all mandated. This, absolutely. I think it should Absolutely be mandated not. because I think it should be mandated because it, it it costs the company less money. Jackie pointed it out, and I've seen it. I see a lot of underpaid, almost almost undocumented workers out there, <laughs> and I'll say it that way. Okay, okay, almost undocumented workers out there working for minimum minimum wage, and and then and and putting up with some really asshole bosses because they know that they're almost undocumented. And they work. That's and a they very extreme example, it, Angel. And they rarely <laughs> take some time off. You know and what? It's tough. It's tough on the body. It's tough you know on, what's, on, you, the, on the spirit. I agree we with need you. To have but you know what's time better? Off. But you, I agree. Com- but you know what? Save money. But you know way. what'll make it easier? And I hate. But putting, you know what'll make it easier for, for for that to happen? I hate using Angel, money as a measure. Angel, you know how this will make it better? Restricts lower, lower uh, ease restrictions on companies so that they get their bottom line and their profit margins are not hurt, so that they can employ more people and they can perhaps offer more benefits and things of the like. When you start putting more restrictions on companies, they hire fewer people. So they, I'm going to assume that companies are going to try to do something for you know my what? betterment. Let me, let me say of something. My, health my brother, my, my brother made a very good point. 
Absolutely, because it makes sense. But if it cuts into it, listen, this utter um, vilification of every freaking company in the world is ridiculous. The majority of companies and company owners are not that way. As a matter of fact, the majority... A lot of people. Well, they can't. A lot of people. That's why there's laws the, against sexual the, the harassment and the, racism in the, the workplace. The people vilify CEOs because they make all these millions of dollars. So what? Let them make millions of dollars. They they are the, they have. To, here's the difference. People get so angry because the CEO of Comcast or whatever makes millions of dollars, but Kobe Bryant makes the same amount of fucking money. And guess what? His money's guaranteed. The guy hey, from Comcast could be fired because if he doesn't hey, a good people job. People are mad because of him making that money because they weren't able to get a bunch of other players and shit. Lourdes uh, Hernandez <laughs> chimed in into our Facebook wall. She said, Jose Hernandez, don't hate because you don't take vacation. My employer for the last 10 years appreciates me and is happy to give me time off. And I appreciate them back. So I work my ass off. There you them. go. And that's a very good point. That's where I go when I, when I agree with you. When I, I agree with that because, Jackie, the employer will do it. I have a friend who is a vice president of an advertising agency and she's just she told me that for the first time in their in their history of this company who owns um, uh, agencies all over the southwest she said we had to stop paying for their medical insurance due to the affordable the quote-unquote affordable care act they're still paying for it but now the employee isn't getting it for free they have to contribute a certain amount and she said we the company hated doing that because, but they were pinched and there was no way for their company to stay viable unless they did that. And if the restrictions get worse, guess what's going to happen? They're going to make those people pay oh, for it completely. Jose, let me tell you, when big companies, and let me tell you, the biggest employer after Amazon in the U.S. is a temporary employer, employer employment agency because most of our, our employees are temporary employees. But let me what, tell what you, what are you talking I, about? It's Walmart's the largest employer in the country oh, in the world. Or, okay, well, after in the U.S., I'm talking in the in U.S. The U.S. Yeah, is, Walmart is, is uh, well, Walmart. Well, right up there is a temporary agency. Okay, because of the economy. Thanks. Yeah, but let me tell yeah, you. What, you're absolutely right. Let because of you. the economy, Jose, you're so brainwashed. Oh my God! When I look. A, I look at the company, data. When I research this, Angel, I research this. Tell you when a company, I brainwash. I brainwash myself because I research the data. You, Jose, when a company hey, says four, four letter oh, word, we're not going to be four, viable. Four we're letter word, money. Four, uh, four letter gonna, word, fact, fact. No, let me tell you, Jose. When oh a company God. says we're not going to be viable, oh, we're going to lose money, just like the gas companies. Oh, we're going to lose simple economic. They're just not making the money they. Want to make okay? You know when what? That's, that's okay. Let me respond you know, to by that. By whose standards? Okay, by their standards. Okay, here's okay. my response. They're still making money. Here's my response. That's like me. Here's saying, my response. That's like me saying, "Okay, boss. Okay, well, I'm not going to work with you because I'm not going to make the money that Angel, I want to make." Angel, here's my response to that. Angel, every company, you can't every company, them. small and large, has a bottom line. You know what the bottom line is for? Let me finish. You want to know what the bottom line? I entails? know what the bottom line. Jose, I deal let with me that finish. every day, man. Okay, let me finish. What it entails is. Cover, uh, overages, expenses, and uh, labor, and taxes, and Social Security, and they have to make a certain amount in order to stay within that, so that could stay in the black. And if you're you talk, cut, I know what viable means. And, and if you cut into it, it's uh, Angel. You're trying to. You're, what you were saying is that they arbitrarily. Let me finish. Saying. What you're saying is they're arbitrarily deciding what the bottom line is. Yes. No, there are money <laughs> yeah. factors involved, like taxes and overhead. Angel, I don't trust them, Jose. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't either. Whatever, dude. <laughs> and listen to me. When I when I make it filthy rich, I'm still gonna love 
people that I love, and I'm not going to stick it to people that I don't love. It's just I'm not I, talking about you. Yeah, because I want to. Yes, you do are because you are talking about everyone who's rich. Everyone, <laughs> you know. Anyways, let's go on to the next one. Okay, guys, let's move on. Let's move on to some dieting, guys. Dieting. I know that you guys are really interested. Dieting in, in this little-known diet, which has gained some popularity with celebrities like Demi Moore and Madonna, reportedly choose to follow the werewolf diet <laughs> also known as the lunar diet it is based on the idea that the moon affects the water in our bodies in the same way that it determines the tides of the ocean oh, and that this power can be harnessed to help you lose weight some websites detailing the diet can even claim have even claimed it is possible to lose up to six pounds in 24 hours though there are numerous variations of the diet they essentially involve a liquid uh, cleanse for a few days of the month either at the full moon new moon or beginning of a moon phase Fans of the diet claim the moon... There's a moon in your face. The moon exerts the same gravitational pull on the water in our bodies as it does on the world's oceans. They claim this pull is biggest during a full and new moon, and undergoing a liquid fast during this time will enable the moon to flush out toxins out of your body, aiding in the weight loss. Some people also claim the moon can affect your mood and that the fasting during this points in this lunar calendar will reduce your cravings. I'll tell you, you know what? I lose weight every time I moon the to- toilet, eh? Oh, oh that's gross, dude. That's gross. Uh, several websites. It's true, though. Uh, so, so particularly the websites, they say if the new phase begins during the middle of the day, you can eat or drink whatever you want up until that minute, then start your 24-hour timer of your cleanse. Um, consuming more fluids will call on the power of the moon, uh, stimulating <laughs> renal activity, and allowing your body to lose its excess water. Of course, this will flush out the toxins that have accumulated in the body due to unhealthy foods, bad digestion, stress, and it provides a, doc- a detoxifying effect that will strengthen your immune system. I liked it. it. All with the moon, guys. I dig it. Now, <laughs> I, I wouldn't deny that, of course, the moon's gravitational pull affects everything. I mean, it's magnetic and it, it affects the tides and the birds and all that stuff. But so does the lactate, crazy, though. So when a lactating woman is lactating, <laughs> is her boobies more perky <laughs> on a lunar... Uh, when the moon's full, it goes with the lunar cycle. I don't know. Jose's the one that likes the lactating I boobies. Do. You, so are you they gotta ask him. Are they when you know what's funny? Full. He's the one that likes the little lechita. You know what's funny? Jackie remembers all those little idiosyncrasies that I uh, and I fetishes remember. of mine. Every I do. one of them, Jackie. I do remember. Hey, Most do say? recommend to only do the diet for up to two to three days at a time, but others say that you can follow it up to six days, which is uh, most uh, is much longer than what dietitians would say it's safe however most of them say about one to three days at a it's time a, it's okay. a fad you know the it's the other stuff that goes along with it the whole cleansing and stuff the moon thing is just a way to keep people interested in the diet it's a way to keep them maybe on track it's, it's, it's a, a it's a well, diet for those night owls out there well, eh? grouchy, like the party, eh? grouchy pants madonna seems to be totally into it yeah she's yeah. she's weird yeah she's she would weird. like grouchy pants like, Pants. You know, she was looking like a wolf. She walked through the red carpet. And hey, I want to say that, that Billy Scott is listening, Jackie. And he says that he's listening. 
He hears too much of the twins and not enough of Jackie. Oh, thanks, Billy Scott. You know, it's hard because these two are, are in the heat of the moment, and I like to listen <laughs> well, to Angel them. Well, Angel likes interrupting, dude. And I'm kind of, like, secretly wondering if something, like, one day you guys get so into and so passionate, not fighting, but that you guys will, like, embrace. Embrace? Yeah. Like... Man, I hate you, but you know I what? love you. <laughs> on a, type of a deal. On a pink moon. Maybe. On a pink moon. Maybe. On a pink moon. <laughs> I'm waiting for that day that happen. When donkeys fly. When a moon will come over at the Elusive's garage. Oh, my God. And I ha- pull the, the, the water in your bodies towards each other oh with the gravitational pull. Please stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I did that for nine months, eh? That was enough. <laughs> we swam the placental waters together. <laughs> That's all that I have for tonight, guys. Uh, uh, Sorry, Billy Scott. She's off for the day. Anyway, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Jackie with uh, News and Dirty Laundry. Listen, when we come back, we're going to be having um, pay gonna, trip pass. I'm going to be doing the pay trip pass. Listen for that. Angel's going to do his chill lounge. And don't forget, live performance from Della Coma Rio. We'll be right back. Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose and I'm Angel. Anyway, it's time I'm coming up for air. Eh? It's time for a music break right now. <laughs> on, uh, we got queued up. This is a track called "Change" from our guest who's going to be performing tonight live with us. This is "Change" from Delacoma.
Yeah, that's changed from Delacoma. He's going to be with us in a minute. Check it out. He's going to be performing live as well. But now, ladies and gentlemen, well, first of all, I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Talk about change. Now it's time for my Patriot Pass because my brother likes to try to shut me up. So I decided to come up with a segment where he can't talk. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is my Patriot Pass. State of the Union. I am not going to rant about how bad our country is doing. I'm going to rant about Americans' apathy to it. Americans' addiction to everything Kardashian, Monday night football, and Friday night debauchery. My fellow citizens' penchant for playing ostrich, watching our current administration decimate civil liberties the economy, and so forth, and ignoring it because he's on the left side of the aisle. Well, don't say, well, they all do it. When you were so up in arms during the previous administration's iniquities, enjoy the Kool-Aid, folks, for if it's not sugar-free, it may soon be outlawed. Furthermore, to witness the slander and defamation of anything conservative and moral, and say it is only fair? Well, that's copping out, people. Stand up and work for what is right. Or does it cut into your PlayStation time? This has been my current State of the Union. Thank you very much. That was my brother Jose exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, with his patron pass. <laughs> and we'll be right back with Delacoma Rio. Hey everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hey, this is Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage in the largest internet radio network in the world, Life 365. And also from the coolest internet webpage in the world, that's TwinTalkCast.com. Hey, did you ever notice on that Mass TV commercial, there's a phantom voice in the background? Like, whoever recorded it, there was someone talking in the background. No, I never Watch, cue it up again. Go for it. I want to hear it. Cue it up, lady. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know you to catch that? our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20. It's like that Direct weird, TV remember the three men and a baby? Weird ghost uh, on that scene where those they walked across the hall and there's a baby in the background or a child. No, and I didn't they, see that one. There was a purported, in the penthouse where they shot that film, uh-huh. there was a, a, apparently a kid had died in that. Isn't that a sitcom? No, it's a it's a three men and a baby. It's, it, it's it was a film. Ted Danson and Steve Gutenberg. 
You're thinking three and a half men. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm thinking about, three and a half men. You don't remember that story? And there's the ghost of a child in the back. No, I don't Well, this that. is the ghost of something. All right, there you go. So Whatever. Anyway, so now, as <laughs> it's, we, we, it's, we have been teasing you guys all night long, all week long for that matter, with us tonight, uh, formerly of the awesome rock and roll band Sunset Riot, and now venturing out into the new world of rock and roll with his own brand, I guess. I'm, I'm using all the idioms and, and cliches of, of announcements. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, branching out with his own brand of rock and roll. No, good friend of ours, awesome voice, and one of the best, greatest performers you will ever see on stage. Oh, yeah. Ever. Uh-huh. With us tonight, I'm so Delacoma. Shoot! How we doing, boys? Uh, did I say he's from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Dell. Really awesome to have you. Awesome. Thanks for putting up with us throughout the the last hour and a half or whatever it was. My, I, I think my wife would probably say it's the longest I've ever spent silent. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because we had his microphone off. So oh, De- he was trying. Dell, uh, first of all, welcome back to Theo Lucius Garage. Thank you. It's uh, good to be back. You were just, we were talking about before this, how it, it's been two years and it, it it's amazing that time flies, even though, I mean, we miss you and everything. We've been building that, uh, that that swing set for a couple of years. So. <laughs> yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. Real soon, my friend, you're a father now. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna start from a crib and onto oh. the swing set, man. I'm I'm actually convinced. Here's here's a rant subject for you. I'm convinced that anything that has the word baby or child on there is is specifically designed to frustrate fathers, <laughs> especially if it's a baby girl. Wait till they're 13. Anyways, welcome to Theolisha's Garage. Um, for those of us who do not know, um, um, who have, it's I can't I don't I can't even imagine who who has been listening to us in the past few years who hasn't heard of you. Uh, tell tell our listeners um, about your previous project and um, uh, meaning Sunset Right, and now you're moving on to another one. Um, well, I was uh, the front man for Sunset Riot, um, and uh, you guys were uh, one of the first radio stations to start playing us here in the U.S. We're honored. Um, we're from Sydney, Australia, and um, actually the first... Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and there, uh, you were the first uh, radio interview that uh, we did when we came over here yeah. um, back in 2011. Wow, and we're honored. But you know what? Uh, I, we're. It was pretty awesome to have you guys on here, but you guys... St- Started here in the West Coast, and damn, you ravaged the whole country. You came sure did. Back, I mean, I mean, you guys, uh, you know, with the show that you put on and, and everything, it's great to, to have you back. So we played, we played almost fifth, or, o- over fifty shows here in the U.S. across three tours, uh, yeah. three three years. We played at Rocklahoma two years yeah. in a row, um, Rock Jam out in Colorado, um, and yeah, like you said, everything from you know California to Texas to to Florida to New York. And just about everywhere in between. Hey, and you know, you picked up a lot of listeners, eh, because of you. Eh? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we, <laughs> here and in Australia, not just Australia, but here. Tam- we yeah. utilize uh, your um, your claim and your fame as a sort of a badge of honor. We've, we, we, we often tout the fact that, that you came and started um, your U.S. tour at the Alicia's Garage, and we're honored. Um, but also, on a side note, on a personal note, we've, we've become like family. You know, and uh, we've seen your your ventures in the last couple of years via Facebook, uh, and it's been a couple of years. But we were remarking before the, you came on before the show that even though it's been two years, 
we're picking right up. You know, it's like here we are. It's like seeing an old friend. Well, it is seeing an old friend. It is, man. I mean, you guys have had um, you know myself and and the Sunset Ride Boys into your home like multiple times. I yeah. mean, you've helped us get shows, and and more than that, you know, like you, you guys are family. Exactly mm-hmm. what you said, you know, and um, mm-hmm. that goes a long way, especially you know in today's age where you you've got that many Facebook friends, right. and Twitter followers, but do you actually really know like right. how many of them do you actually know? It's yeah. it's really cool to have people that you yeah. can you know we're a world away. Uh-huh. But um, you can you can catch up like old times. Yeah. Now you know what? Uh, since then, you know, uh, Sunset Ride is no more. Uh, yeah. But, but and 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 you're still going. Uh, but before we get into that, the million dollar question: What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you got fans in Japan. You got fans in the U.S. I don't know, all over the place. Yes, people love and, you guys, and, and with good reason because you have good music, great music, good vibe, a great good, performance, good live show. Tell us. Well, for for the first time on on American radio, maybe no. <laughs> um, look, at the end of the day, the the thing is, music is hard, and it, getting out on the road. We were at it for about five years, and um, I was the last one to join Sunset Riot. Um, so, a few of the boys have been at it for several years before then. Um, it just got to the point where um, a few of the guys just just said, you know, there's other things in life that I want to experience, um, uh-huh. and um, there's. There's, there's other things that I want to do. Uh-huh. Um, I know, um, you know, um, a couple of boys are getting married now, and um, there's a couple of other... Uh, well, our bass player, for instance, um, is going to go and become a pilot now. Oh. He's uh, going down the Bruce Dickinson route. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but, um, yeah, it just got to that point, I guess. Um, and and we, we sat across the table, and we decided, you know, that if it wasn't us five... Um, that we, we wanted to close that chapter because um, we felt like the five that we had there, you know, had a real chemistry going yes. on. And, mm-hmm. and we'd done a lot of really cool things and we didn't want to be one of those bands that just continued to change members and and um, bring in new faces. So, so uh, in sort of in honor of what you guys had, you just decided to move on. Yeah, and um, that, look, we're, we're all still friends, you know. Um, there's always that option. We joke about, you know, like... Um, you know, reunion tours and, and that sort of thing. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know? Start a reunion in the Theolus's garage. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that we're we're all still friends, and, and in fact, I'm still um, I'm still writing some music with Ziggy. Um, awesome. We're we're actually ru- working on a couple songs at the moment, and um, I'm still in contact with all the guys. Um, so you never know. But um, for, for for right now, um, you know, that was a great time in my life, and I wouldn't take any of those five years back. It was um, awesome. But it's over. And you know what? It's uh, it was awesome. And I think your first song you ever performed was Moonshine, wasn't it? With us, it oh, was. Geez. It was Moonshine. This Let's is. listen to it right now. Well, this is this is a studio version. Getting teary-eyed there. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying just a little bit. <laughs> so, so let's talk about Delacoma. Yeah. The when when you guys you know when the you know when you guys went your you parted your ways, it, it's obvious to me uh, seeing you again and talking to you and and you talking about it that uh, this was no question. This is your this is what you're doing. You're you're a performer, a great uh, performer, a great singer. Um, how did you go about? Uh, the current uh, 
Dell, the current rendition. Incarnation. Incarnation. Let's use all those cliches. Yeah, tell us about how it happened, eh? How it evolved. <laughs> how it reemerged. <laughs> the rebirth. <laughs> From ashes. <laughs> in a world. It all starts in a world. Down under. In a world where rock and roll rules. Look, it, it was one of those cases where, you know, um, when, when it was obvious that it was over and we had that conversation and we, we all collectively drafted um, a statement that we put up on our website and our Facebook and all that to let everyone know that we were, we were done. Um, I, I took about a week and just sort of sat on the couch and said, you know, what am, what am I going to do? Because if I'm still going to do this, it's got to be now. Yeah. Because you know, there's no sense sitting down. Because if you sit down, the longer you sit down, yeah. you know, in today's world, people forget about you. On top yeah. of the fact that it, it is hard out there, mm-hmm. and as soon as you get used to a normal life, you know, it's really hard to go back to, yeah. to getting on the road and getting mm-hmm. on a plane mm-hmm. and playing in front of you know sometimes average crowds, sometimes great crowds, sleeping on the floor. You know, don't know when you're going to eat. You know, mm-hmm. having people. You know, talk about your music for good and for bad and for, you know, all of that. that. Those are the hard parts. The good parts for me far outweigh that. But once you sit on the couch for too long, you start thinking about all of that. And it just becomes so much harder. So I, um, I decided very quickly um, I, I, during that week um, that I wanted to get a song out. And um, I worked with a guitarist from Australia called Voya. Um, he's in a great band called Rattlesnake, actually, ironically, because that was our first single. Wow. <laughs> um, but um, I, I sent Voya some of my ideas uh, for this song, and I, that's the song that I'll play later in the mm-hmm. acoustic version. And um, it was basically that song, in a lot of ways, started as my feelings um, about the breakup, in a way, uh-huh. because um, I'm, I'm married now and I have a young daughter, and I, I felt like a lot of people would have thought that the reason that we broke up was because I wanted to be a family man. Mm-hmm. And I am a family man, but I'm also... A rocker. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I felt like a lot of people thought that I was dead as an artist. And so that's, that's where the title for my song, The Dead Will Rise, came about. And as I started writing it, it became apparent to me that there was a lot more inside. And I was looking around at the world. And, and I realized that there's a lot of... It's not something I haven't realized before, but it was, it was almost like the scales were taken off my eyes, you know, in a way. And, right. and I saw a lot of parts of society that, that society views as dead. Mm-hmm. If you will, you know, people that have, you know, are, are deadbeats, quote unquote, or, or, or single moms or, or people with disabilities or people that are too short or too fat right, or, or right. too whatever. And, um, and the chorus for this song is tonight I'm alive. Awesome. The dead will rise. You know, and 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 it and it's it's become for me, I, I guess, a bit of a a spiritual anthem in a way, mm-hmm. to go. Doesn't matter how hard life gets. It doesn't matter. You know, I poured five years. You know, we all poured a lot of time and effort into yeah, this, and, right. and and when it folded, you know, I had a wife and a, a daughter, and I didn't have a steady job apart from music. Right. You know, and I thought, you know, what am I going to do? And I had to take that moment myself personally to stop and go. You know what? Tonight I'm alive. Mm-hmm. and i've i've got the most important things in in my life um and i think that 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 message can go a long way um to a lot of different groups of people wow well that's it, it, it can can we introduce a song even any better than that <laughs> <laughs> so uh when you put you recorded that um are you are you recording uh a, an ep or an album yeah, so what I've done um, in, in coming over here, I, I've been working with a producer down in Melbourne called uh, Peter Dacey, 
um, and an incredible guitarist. Voya helped me um, write the song, um, but he was in a different city. And so um, I turned to an incredible guitarist called Dean Williams, um, who is um, just signed on with a band out of Australia, also called Massive. Um, and um, he helped me write and perform four songs. Um, I've released Dead Will Rise, um, and um, I've also just released Change, which you heard earlier. Um, I recorded a cover of an Australian ba- a song from an Australian band called Tonk, um, and the song is called uh, Needle in the Red, and that'll be coming out um, not too long from now, and then another so- original song that I wrote with Dean Williams called Under My Skin. Mm-hmm. And I'll be re- releasing those over the next sort of few months, mm-hmm. And then I'll be doing a limited edition vinyl um, to go along with that as well. Did you say Tonk? I did say Tonk. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a, an underwear with a string on it. Oh, that's a thong. <laughs> hey, so what are you doing here? I mean, uh, obviously you're, you're um, doing something in support of, of your project. Tell us what you're doing here in the U.S. Um, I'll be in the U.S. Uh, for the next nine months um, just touring. Um, I've got a solo acoustic uh, show that I'm taking to a lot of different cities. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm also working with some different musicians that I've met along the road uh-huh. um, and putting together a show that's um, Sunset Riot songs as well as my new songs uh-huh. and um, just a couple of songs that are like cover songs that um, I, I personally enjoy. Right on. Is there any uh, any uh, particular dates or venues you can mention right now? Um, I've I've got a well in Houston uh, on the fifteenth of February. I have a full cover show. Um, I'm teamed up with a band called Series Six, and we're doing a show called Sixth and Sunset mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also be doing. You can find all of this on my website, which is just delacoma.com. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I've got um, acoustic dates in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm working on some in Atlanta at the moment as well, also Tennessee, Ohio, upstate New York, and working on some full band shows for both um, out here in California you, and Milwaukee. You could do an acoustic set in my backyard. We got a barbecue going on, Holmes. Hey, man. <laughs> did that already, remember? When he we'll do it again, hey. <laughs> well, talk about acoustic. Would you go ahead and perform for us? Sure. Awesome. This Is, is this going to be your first performance? This this is my uh, first performance in the United States of America. Um, of Once this again, song. a in the, first in the current uh, rendition, or what do you call it? current incarnation? Incarnation. Okay, so while Dell makes his way to the infamous performance stool, I'm gonna stretch. Uh, let me stretch. Oh, stretch! I will talk. Um, it was two years ago, or 2011, or whatever, when they made it here, and. Uh, now it's Delacoma Rio, and he's performing. Just Delacoma. Now you decided to use just your name as, uh, for the name of your act. Yes. Was that a soul searching thing? Did you have to determine, <laughs> you know, what's going on or what? Uh, I that was that was more something. Um, I, I was looking for whether I wanted to do a, a new band name or not, and I just decided it was a lot easier for people to uh, recognize um, who I was um, if I just used a name that was familiar to people. I think it's a really cool name, man. It's a cool name, and it's a cool name. Like, a good name and a good band name, eh? <laughs> But you know what? I, uh, I'm i looking forward to your, your tune. It's it's really good to see you again. Uh, it's a great story. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Del Akama. Tonight 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Della Kama with I'm Alive. Right on, dude. And so you're going to be doing a bunch of your tunes, acoustic, and then some, uh, you know, full band stuff. Wait a minute. Stuff. Is that it's Della Coma. You keep saying comma. I'm so He's sorry, not a dude. Della Coma. Right <laughs> and it's hey, a dead yeah, will, I like how Jose says it. And it's the it. dead will rise. That's my... That, oh, that's the dead will rise. My bad. That's my Spanglish, Holmes. The Dead Bull Rise by Della Coma. Not Della Coma. Hey, hey, you took all the notes. Hey, I should have took some notes with no, you. Yeah, you should have taken the notes. <laughs> and if that was awesome, the Dead dude. Will Rise. Thank you. Awesome job, dude. It's amazing. Thank you for doing that here in Theolicious Garage. Now, um, um, what do you, what do you, what do you, um, what do you, you've released it, you said. Is it unavailable? It, it, it's on iTunes. So um, I, I've sort of taken a step, um, I guess, in where I think the music direction is headed. And, um, uh, I think CDs are um, going the way of cassettes and the way everyone thought vinyl would. Right. But um, vinyl has made a bit of a comeback, and uh, I'm a massive art fan, and I love having artwork to go with music. I think the two go hand in hand. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to be releasing all of my songs on iTunes, uh-huh. um, and then hopefully once a year, maybe once every 18 months, I'll be doing a collection of those songs on vinyl. 
Right wow. on. So, so I could scratch to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm, 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 I've, I've, I'm alive. Wow. <laughs> let me tell you, Jose, well, let me tell you, back in the days when we were young adults, Jose. Young adults. <laughs> Jose was. When we were kids. Jose was. Jose used to wear a Kangol hat, you know, like uh, like LL Cool J, the Kangol with the little kangaroo on it. <laughs> and he had a posse. They used to carry their 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 twelve hundred uh, turntables turn turn tables. with all their LPs. And he used to mix. He was a good scratcher. Was Jose just... was really good at scratching. <laughs> a lot better than what he just did. I right? did everything, dude. I've done it all. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. You were really good at. But dude, why did people always want to beat you up, eh? Because jealousy. Everywhere we went, we he would like rock the the, the turntables, and we'd and people be walking on, and guys would try to jump us. Because eh? we would, because we would show up at other crews' parties and turn them out. <laughs> and I was just carrying the LPs. <laughs> dude. I was a crew member. He was a groupie. <laughs> I, I'm not with him. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So uh, LPs, are, huh? Are, are you uh, dig it artistically though? Artistically speaking, with your music, um, you you're you clearly. Uh, Versatile, you you can your vocals. Uh, we've seen you perform. You, you go from your soft ballads to your rockers. Again, I can't stress enough to our listeners what an amazing performer you are on stage. Artistically speaking, with your music, are you doing? Uh, is anything changing? Um, I, I think one thing that I do want to um, do want to introduce to, I guess, um, this new project um, is I, I do want to at times um, introduce a bit more scope, um, and by that I mean. Um, I, I'm a big fan of piano, but I'm also a big fan of getting a bit heavier. Mm-hmm. So um, you can expect to see a little bit softer side as well as a little bit heavier side at times. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I believe that music, and especially the hard rock sort of genre, the beauty of it is you can go through any emotion you want to. Right. Um, and I, I fully um, intend That's a very to good point because I love bluegrass music, but bluegrass is bluegrass. Like rock... You just saw Metallica, for instance, with Long Long on stage recently. You know, right. you could, like, rock, rock covers a, a huge Billy Joel genre. <laughs> he plays the piano, and so does Axel. Yeah. Axel is amazing. I know. Talk about Axel. Our guest. But he's ugly, dude. <laughs> I can't our, stand talk him. about Axel. In, in the garage right now, the great Willie Bass standing by to, 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 to broadcast after tonight at 9.05, the Tales from the Sunset Strip. With Willie Bass. And he used to throw some mean old parties with yeah. the Guns and Roses. I read the book by Slash where he mentions Willie Bass. I got it in the house. Dude. Hey, anyways. <laughs> so, anyways, what, oh, our, our sound engineer is telling us to rap. <laughs> oh, yeah, the time, 8.49. We got to hurry. But, okay, so thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. It's so awesome to have you here. I was elated that you are back in America so we can get together. We got to get your family to meet our family. Can't wait to see the baby. Hey, uh, hey but, but before you go, you got to tell our listeners, those of you who, those of have been just turned on to you, how do you spell your name, eh? D-E-L-L-A-C-O-M-A. Or you can just spell Della with a comma next to it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Della Coma, ladies and gentlemen. Della Coma. Uh, let me tell you guys, keep an eye out for this guy. And if you have an opportunity to watch him live, whether or not rock and roll is your genre, you've got to watch Della yes, Coma perform. Yes. One of the best performers you will ever, ever see. see. Good Amazing. songs, good heart. I like to tell we saw him at, at the park down the road, and, and Homeboy <laughs> jumps on the bar. First of all, the, it's a low ceiling. I thought you were going to bump your head, and he's singing. I'm and, sure. And then he ran out in the sidewalk outside the bar. And brought somebody in. And there was like this old elderly couple walking by, and he drags <laughs> him in. He brought him in. 
And then the guitar. You got to bring the show to the people, man. <laughs> yes. I, all I all I remember is me and everybody on the bar getting our beers off so you could watch. He so could you could walk by. down the bar. Great show, man. Great show. Thank awesome you. show. Beautiful. Awesome track. Um, so let's just uh, be careful. Let when everyone know the rafters, Holmes. <laughs> we want to see you again. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but indeed, uh, um, uh, but uh, you know, in, in all seriousness, seriousness, you are you are a musician, uh, and and uh, you're a good songwriter. You're a good performer. We love what you do. We love how you do it. And you, you're a pretty cool Australian guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let everyone Thank know, you. again, where they can find you and all your social media and all that stuff. Yeah, I, um, I, I do want to make a quick shout-out, too, um, also to um, Break Free Consultancy and Rock and Roll Gangstar um, clothing line. Both of those are um, sponsors of mine, as well as Retrospect Records, and they have... They have helped me enormously um, in getting some of the funds together awesome. to be able to put together songs because um, now as a solo artist and, and not as a band, um, all of the financial responsibility obviously lies with me. So I just wanted to give So you know what? Let me let them know if they're listening. Gang, your money, your money is a good investment with Delacoma. Good investment. Good idea. Hey, but you know what? Rock and Roll Gangstar is making a mark. They've been, you know, they, they've, yeah. they've been involved in a lot of good uh, rock and roll projects. So kudos to you. Good kudos to them as well. And the other... Uh, and we're, we're uh, really bro- plugging them. They should give us a call. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, <laughs> hey Daryl, give us a call. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, uh, dude. Um, Break Free Consultancy is... Um, um, it's a, that's a lovely lady from, from Melbourne. She runs um, her own um, consultancy firm, um, helping people... Um, to get motivated to uh, do the things they want to do, basically. Um, yeah. And um, also, Retrospect Records out of uh, Las Vegas. Awesome. Um, big supporters of mine. Um, if if you get a chance, um, go to delacoma.com, just D-E-L-L-A-C-O-M-A.com. I've got a website um, there. It should have all the information. I've got merchandise there. I've got show dates. I've got pretty much everything that you want to know. Um, on Facebook, I'm just Delacoma Rio. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm just Delacoma. Um, if you Google Delacoma Rio, you'll find me. Awesome. So. Ladies and gentlemen, Delacoma. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen.
check your vibe. The details almost don't matter, but vibe is everything. So check it. You see, we're all vibrational beings. You, me, sound, a tree, a rock. Everything is a vibration. They're just in different frequencies. So check it. Is your vibe disruptive? Is it violent? Or is it calm and serene? If not the latter, then refrain and sink. Sink with the wind. Sink with the ocean. Or just be silent and sink with it. So please check your vibe. Chill. One love. That's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we thank you for listening. And, uh, dude, I'm so excited. I got to say, thank you, Del, for coming back. We want to thank Del for coming back into Theo Luis's garage. Thank you, Del. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We love you. We love your music. We're so glad you're doing it. You know, keep rocking and, you know. We're there. We're there. We also want to thank you all for listening. We want to thank uh, Jackie Casas for bringing the news and dirty laundry every week to Theo Luis's garage. And we want to give you all, let you all know to tune in next week. Also, stay tuned at 9.05 tonight, once again, with uh, uh, here in Theo Luis's garage, Tales from the Sunset Strip with uh, Willie Bass. What if, a fun-ass show that is. If I'll you have you. not listened to it, Nobody has a show like this. I'm the biggest fan of this show, dude. Last week Let he me, had he had uh, the uh, the manager, the sound the manager of Poison, Poison and, all these, and all these bands. It was a great the phone previous call. It was week, a great interview. Previous week, the sound engineer of uh, Power Man Five Thousand and Prince. This guy knows everyone, and they all and they all know him. They all know him. <laughs> they all adore him, and he has some great stories and conversations, well, uh, inside stuff like nobody else. I'm his biggest fan. Anyway, stay tuned for that tonight. After uh, directly after Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and stay tuned for upcoming shows of Twin Talk. We got uh, the cool ass uh, reggae uh, cumbia band Maya Steck coming into the garage. Also, Love in the Thirty Eights coming back. Yeah, Shoo, they're releasing their new album. I was just talking to Danny Access, their awesome. drummer. Awesome, they're coming in in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, they'll perform this time. Yes, they will. Awesome. Okay, so stay tuned. All right, stay tuned for Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. You got to check out the show. I'm the biggest fan. Thanks, you guys. Good night. Shoo.